Hello and welcome to another episode of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them. And here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and sometimes not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. All right, we got some party music coming up, some fun music coming up, but let's start with mine. Which oh, is neither. <laughs> neither is mine. Okay, great. This, oh. is, this is Round the Bend by Beck. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this party started, guys. Uh, this is off his album Sea Change, which I think came out in 2004. It's real moody. Super depressing album. Yeah, yeah, love it. I think <laughs> this is this might be one of the albums top. It's in the top ten to top fifteen of. If I were to be a guest on this podcast, I might. Which bring you this never one. will be. <laughs> by the way, I would never think to ask you to do this podcast. This is one of ten albums that you would have picked. Yeah, Sea Change. This song is sort of an outlier because I've never really paid attention to the lyrics, but the mood of it is so complete. This It sounds like the end of a movie that you didn't expect coming. <laughs> You're like, oh, everybody drowned? Like just an abrupt, like, and yeah. then you, you expect that last scene to go be like, 10 years later, they're fine. No, no everybody drowned. It. Everybody yeah. drowned. Yeah. And then it says, a bunch of horses were killed <laughs> during this movie. We could spend were you surprised that this is, uh, that he has so many albums? No, no. Yeah, the fact that there are 10 to choose from, 10 to 15 to choose from. That oh, I meant... That you, have, that you have that many albums that, that are that so important. That many albums that are so important. That are so, yeah, I think. It's uh, pretty cool. That, that's me stretching. I was just, because yeah. I've never thought about it that much. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I have been thinking about this subject. I guess I do think about it recently. I was like, what is the album that I picked? Sure. Because I had not asked myself that throughout the whole first season <laughs> and too. planning this. Me too. I think um, I avoided it on I purpose because it's too stressful. Album is tough. It's, it's so like a whole stressful. album is tough. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. Um, but I, I think I like albums that of the albums that I like the ones that have this complete vision uh, from start to finish they sound sort of the same they uh, or, or sonically I guess uh, they they are about a particular subject I think I I like when artists successfully pull that off mm. so is this I've never heard the album okay so is this a song that um, is complete in its own? Song or within the album, this kind of plays in the trajectory of the album. It does. It definitely fits in the album. It's just that a lot of the other songs are clearly about a breakup, and this one maybe just I can't track it in the lyrics. Could could I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This track says like I walk into a coffee shop, and that coffee shop's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Because everyone's just staring at you. Everybody's, yeah, everybody like slowly turns and it's <laughs> raining inside. <Yeah. laughs> it's your turn now. 
happen. I would not know this is bad. Me too. orchestration on this I think I, I love so much just how it adds and it's his father who did the arrangement Beck's father oh, oh cool yeah that's crazy Nigel Godrich produced this album, who produces a lot of Radiohead, mm -hmm. and so, like, it's not just a score that's happening underneath, he's playing with Echo, and I just love how soundtracky it is. Like, it's yeah. cinematic song, yeah. I love yeah. cinematic songs, cool. yeah. This sounds like I'm um, <laughs> uh, mocking you, I don't know. Maybe new pornographers, but do you have, like, what are your happy bands? I feel like so many of your ones that you put, like, we do a lot of, oh, oh and Air Supply. That's pretty happy -ish. Yeah. Are yeah. you okay, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, happy new pornographers for Ooh. sure. Yeah. Is that the end of the song? Yeah, and it just pitch shifted and then it's okay. Like, yeah. Oh, many Would horses. you like a yeah, many a, horses? That's a melting face. Would you face. like to try a cold <laughs> brew? <laughs> Everybody's face melted in that place, and it's like, oh, this is no Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, do I have happy music? I don't know. Who are we talking? Who's our earlier guest that said that? Was it Lauren that was like, I oh, like that it is happy, sad, sad music, and you find sort of. Well, I feel the same way, but it, but I'm talking like poppy upbeat. Poppy upbeat. I'm not sure if there's a lot of that in my in my. I mean, Frankie Goes to Hollywood was a big band oh, for yeah. me. Like, all the 80s, uh, yeah. like, synth pop, like, Flock of Seagulls, I love that stuff. I, I yeah. almost, I I come close to picking a Flock of Seagulls song for so many episodes. You should do it. I just feel like, uh, I don't know what about this one that's stuck out to me for this one. Well, but. it's a great that's song. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, again, I'm not mocking you. I'm, I'm yeah, legitimately. You've mentioned yeah. that before. Like, I, there's oh, a yeah. theme of broken hearted yeah. in, in a lot of my songs. But and I think which, I'm drawn to that. And, and it makes sense because most yeah. songs are either about sure. love or heartbreak yeah. or but, shopping. Yeah. yeah. But even right? the <laughs> shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shopping. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's my good specific. Money. About money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money. All right, let's let's move on. Um, well, the song I picked. So I've again, I don't know. I've been like holding on to my favorites, and this is one of my very very favorites. It's a song called "Today" by Joshua Radin. The shoelace is untied. You can do well, maybe you guys have not heard of, I've which would make no. sense. I thought maybe since you do like Ray LaMontagne and Damien Rice stuff, yeah. it kind of fits in that category. He's a little more like, um, he's been dubbed Whisper Rock, which makes me want to stop listening oh, to wow. him. Yeah, I don't like um, that term. No. No. This came out in like 2006 or something like that um, on his first like full album. Um, and it's, so good and it's like this album and then this artist Joshua Radin is like the soundtrack to my 20s in a hmm. lot of ways mm -hmm. um, and this song in particular like if if I was marrying myself 
this would have been the song, like the song I walked down the aisle to sure. or had the first dance to, but since somebody else had an opinion in that yeah. uh, and doesn't necessarily listen to Joshua Raiden with me, which I don't want him to, we picked other songs, but like... Freddie doesn't seem sound like the whisper rock He's kind of not. <laughs> and that's great because I like yeah. having this just for me. This feels yeah. very personal to me. And I've talked about Joshua Raiden in another episode, which I don't know when it aired. I don't even remember which episode. So I this could have come before it or after, but um, I like love him um I, to like he's uh i'm a, i'm allowed to kiss him if, oh yeah uh, oh, but wow. also but it's like a weird thing because i've seen him like he's walked past my house before uh-huh. i think he lives in the neighborhood and i've seen him at like la poubelle before and you've oh, tried you've, to kiss him and i've <laughs> sat in his lap and he was like get yeah. off and you're like i'm allowed to and but he's my like, not by me yeah. yes I used to go to his concerts with my friend Molly who moved to Seattle so I didn't get to and that's we like got to meet him before a concert one time took pictures with him it was weird oh, wow. and cool and then I go with my friend Christy now and uh, I'm going to see him by myself two nights in a row and at the Troubadour because I was like mm. I'm just gonna go cool. I wanna go and I'm just gonna go and I'd rather I'd, like it feels good to be by myself because then with him because I'm like with him you yes. know what I mean mm-hmm does Basically, he have the same him. drummer as Jake Johnson? <laughs> you would think. I mean, or, they're very or, similar. Um, uh, um, what's Jason Mraz? Yeah. Oh, God. He does fall into those categories. And yeah. he did. I did, like, love him and fall in love with him when uh, around the time when I would listen to those. Like, especially Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. He was a yeah, Santa yeah. Barbara oh, guy. Right. And I, I went yes. to Santa Barbara. So you, you can't go to UCSB and not listen to Jack Johnson. It kind of has weird. a little bit of that surfery. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And this song, it's just about like, there's one line in it um, that's just uh, uh, sat beside you and became myself. And I was like, oh, really, yeah. I'm sure there's like a little bit more to the beginning of that line, but I can't think of it while it's playing. But, uh, oh, you looked right through me. There was no one there. No one else sat beside you and became myself. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love that it. in the context of, <laughs> of you marrying yourself. <laughs> I mean, it is. I, I like used to like try and plug Alex into this, like all the love songs. Yeah. And like, there's a song called like uh, Lovely Tonight that he does. It's really beautiful. And it was like, Alex had just started calling me lovely. We had just started dating. And it was like right yeah. at that time. And I was like, this song's about Alex. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> it's about me and Joshua Reed. <laughs> 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 He's fine with it. He doesn't care. I like Josh. it. Yeah. I like that. Um, I guess Whisper Rock is only, I mean, I hope this is where it would be hilarious slash terrible if someone who is in that genre introduces himself as doing that. Like he actually owns that term. Just a couple more Whisper Rock tracks out for you guys. It just, it truly made me go like, oh, do I still need to listen to this? And I don't listen to singer songwriters as much anymore. That was my twenties. Yeah. When I did listen to like Ray LaMontagne, all those guys like in that time. But I, I kind of, I still listen to stuff when I'm putting my daughter to bed. Like I listen to a lot of this stuff, like Mm. play mellow music, but I don't do it as much. All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Hello, listeners. Thanks once again for tuning in. If you're digging this podcast, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Deborah and I love doing this show, and good reviews help us continue to bring fun guests and great albums to you. Special thanks to those of you who already have rated and reviewed. You know who you are, we know who you are, and we're looking forward to reading some new ones. And now, back to the program. Our guest is an actor, writer, and comedian hailing from Detroit, Michigan. He's Mm -hmm. best known for his roles in 
you know, it's always arguable about who you're best known for. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just a line in a wiki page. <laughs> he's best. He's known. You you know him. Yeah. For his roles in Bajillion Dollar Properties, The Mule, <laughs> Kong Skull Island, which we all saw together. I was there for yeah, like, I was that there, was yeah, so yeah. fun. Big group. A, a big group. Uh, that was that was like a real fun night. I always remember yeah, that was very going cool. to see that at the Arclight. He can currently be seen on Black Monday and Tacoma FD. Yep. Eugene Cordero. Hi. Yay. Welcome to the program. Hi. I remember everybody um, coming to that and looking to see if I was going to survive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He had little side bets going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's easily dead now. I'm trying to decide which would be cooler if you died or not in it. <laughs> yeah. I still uh, think it would have been cool. cooler if I died. Yeah. Yeah. But that means you could be come back for a sequel. Yeah, if they if it took place in like the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which like the previews for the new like Godzilla movie shows that everybody's in the present. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I guess you could have your own spinoff. Yeah, you, you could be yeah. just real old <laughs> in yep. some bar and you hear like this glass slam down and we all turn and it's just you and terrible stage <laughs> old man makeup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Gramps. Oh, I remember dealing with that. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Not replacing you as an actor for the character keeping you just yeah. putting you in old yeah. age makeup. Yeah, they're for Marvel, they're able to just young people up yeah. and change them up CGI-wise. For me, they'll just use the makeup. Uh, so, Eugene, what particular album is very, very important to you? Um, a few, but this one, and a limited few, but uh, this one is um, Coolie High Harmony by Boyz II Men. Oh, baby. Oh. Oh. I just started it. Oh. So excited about this. So where were you? Who were you? What were you? Okay. Wow. This is Michigan. <laughs> if that sounds like something I do in every episode, yeah. it's not. It's certainly not. <laughs> we just give you a list of questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this, okay, so. Came out in 1991, right? Or yeah, 90, we're talking or, about 91, 92. Like when I was listening to it. Yeah. And I'm talking, I was listening it, to it for years. Yeah. Oh, great. Not. Yeah. All the way through, every time. I feel like this was when I was in high school or elementary school and high school and I was um, I was a pretty uh, there wasn't that many Filipino kids at my school and I went to like all boys Catholic high school and private elementary school so a lot of uniforms yeah um, and, uh, you know, I just uh, connected to these guys more than uh, anything else that everybody else was listening to, which was like a lot of Guns N' Roses and stuff, yeah. I oh, think, yeah. was that time. Yeah. Peak, peak they were Guns N' Roses. Like, like they, they were about s- to tip over into like, oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Like it yeah. was Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Right. Was like and it was indulgent huge. And, and I yeah. couldn't. It was just not my vibe and all of the kids that were popular were listening to it and I couldn't do it. Yeah. And I just connected more to the culture um, because most of the kids at my school were white and um, yeah, and like the black kids and me were more friends. And these guys were wearing preppy clothes yeah, and still being um, urban. And I was just like, ah, this is great. This is also so 
backtrack to my life growing up. My folks immigrated from the Philippines and moved to Detroit. And my dad is one of those guys. I mean, both of my parents were like, the American dream is the American dream. But my dad was like, we live in Detroit, so we listen to Motown music. Hmm. So I grew up listening to Motown because my dad was like, this is what we listen to. This is our area. This is what I work, you know. Uh, he worked on the line at, you know. Oh, he did. At, at a factory. And yeah. he also worked as a chemical engineer at, um, at like, Vago Soda and all this stuff. So he was mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Um, so he was like, this is our culture-ish, you know, like, and we listen to it and this is why we're here and all of this music. So we were listening to Motown forever. Was there, was there like, did they bring... Were they trying to leave Filipino culture behind, or was that also a part of it? No, I think it was part of it. Yeah. It was just, it was my dad just going like, the United States is the United States, and we're in Detroit. Like, yeah. When I moved to New York, he was also like, always going like, hey man, you're in the city that never sleeps. Let's not sleep tonight. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're crazy. When in Rome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Big Apple, man. Did you like Motown? I loved it. Yeah, okay. So, and my dad would like goofily like sing along to it and, you know, he was he was a, a goofball in that way and I got that from him and got really into singing a bunch of that kind of music. So, soul music was a big thing to me. So then when these guys came out, it was like my generation of soul music. Yeah. And they were on the Motown label, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like, the, yeah, they're like the perfect hybrid of, like, yeah. then and now. Because, and... like, New Edition I listened to as well, but they were a little older than me. Mm-hmm. And then Belle Biv DeVoe was still a little bit older than Michael Bivens found these guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in a song. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, they about it. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. We'll get to that when it comes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> so he finds these guys, and these guys are, like, dancing and singing and, you know... Um, so it was huge and their sound was like hip enough for me. And, you know, and this was at the same time with that. I was also really into, um, uh, in living color. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just kind of culturally in my wheelhouse. Um, and I really loved, uh, mini plays that would happen before songs started (laughs) like this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you heard one of their songs or like who brought it into your life? Um, so there was also this like big, not a big, but like a Filipino community in, um, in Michigan that was kind of a mix of kids my age playing basketball, breakdancing. I think Detroit is one of the most diverse yeah. cities in the world. Yeah. There's also a lot of um, Filipinos in Canada. So there was like, they would come down for basketball tournaments uh, where it was like part of this Filipino basketball association, the PBA. <laughs> but it wasn't professional bowling, it was basketball. And it was like kids. Yeah. And we were all like wearing uniforms that were like, looked like NBA uniforms that have like the dentistry that whatever oh, Filipino was uh, had and yeah. bought our uniforms. Yeah. That looked like the Chicago Bulls uniforms yeah. or yeah. the Pistons uniforms. I mean, they were awesome. But um, 
those kids were listening to this and also listen you know like also listening to like run dmc's racing hell and like snoop dogg and all that stuff like it was around but this because they were singing was like oh this is more of my thing because yeah. i was like never gonna get into the um guns and roses stuff and some of like the hip-hop then was like almost too hard for my like little you know preppy catholic ears This was kind of like right into like that soul, like I'm singing stuff. And I didn't know what like all, I didn't quite get what all of those, you know, the deep voiced dude. Yeah. Like that this was all about fucking. But you don't need to. You know what? It's so yeah. funny because like listening to it now, because I, I still hear it through like my like 11, 12 year old ears. Yeah. And it doesn't, they, they feel <laughs> like. I don't know if this is. They feel like they always felt safe. They they Just it like never Motown. felt like a like yes. like Motown. Yeah, like, yeah. It never Motown. felt like I had to listen to this quietly. It wasn't raunchy so much. Right? I didn't feel like there. Yeah, like if there was innuendo except stuff, for, like it's very. Except for all of this, like talking stuff. Yeah. Anytime homeboy is deeply <laughs> going, like, hey baby. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with all your clothes on still? Yeah, you're I'm like, right. It's how still, did I or even not, like yeah, yeah, or like ooh ah. Yes, but, but yeah. that's but it, it ooh ah even like or uh ah uh, whatever. It feels like that's like what twelve year old me would think making out is. Yes. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like the, the I'm not thinking like porn. I'm no. thinking like sweet. Mm-hmm. What I am thinking during that. <laughs> and this right. is not porn, but sweet. Not porn, but sweet, but similar. And this is the very like. I wonder how I ended up in musical theater. The thing I was thinking about was, I got to get these harmonies with yeah. my boys. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what? That's another thing. Uh, so these guys are from Philly. Yes. Right. The, they, they. I remember this when that came when they came out. I was like, it's, it's like a throwback to Motown in the sense of. Back then, those groups were on every corner. These were groups of guys just working, trying to find their harmony, and then they'd get discovered. And this yeah. was like a throwback to that, because that's exactly how these guys met in a, or they would work in a shower, I think, at their school. Yeah, and develop yeah. their harmonies. Yes, yeah. yeah. It was like a I was whole... Like, that's still going on? That's so dudes, fucking great. It's yeah, like dudes get together beginning. and yeah. Yeah, that's um, what, yeah. sing together. Yeah. And yep. there's something about like singing that... I don't know. There, It's just... And them meeting in high school, yeah. like they're yeah. so little, they were so young, mm-hmm. and it still felt close in age at that point. Like, I don't know, they didn't feel so far away, right? Harmony singing is just so, so. Um... Indigo girls, is that the word you're thinking? Of? <laughs> it is. It's so indigo girls. <laughs> There's so much symbolism going on with just two people singing together but different obviously right this is such a moronic comment but it just makes you feel good because it's the symbolism is there people are working together yes uh and they sound beautiful together yeah and and to imagine like compared to guns and roses oh you know it's such a i'd rather run with these guys you know right i wonder if it's also i'm only thinking of this now but like i went to temple growing up into camp like Jewish summer camp where like singing that's that was like the crux of all of it is like yeah, singing cool. with song sessions it was the best I loved it I loved it yeah and this there like this album it feels like church almost it, it like almost feels yeah. religious in that way of the again like this like 
very peaceful. Yeah. Uh, like horny, you know. Like it a was peaceful, horny. sweet, not porn, but horny. horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simple, sweet, not horny porn. porn. <laughs> yeah, not over on this section of, the, of Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just uh, I want to go in the back where the rest of the porn is, but do they sing through any of it? <laughs> My arms open wide. You can't imagine how I feel inside. Welcome, this man. What did your dad think of Boys to Men? Uh, he thought that it was, I mean, this was after I was already kind of into some hip hop and he thought he didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this was like, now I'm entering into like late middle school and into high school and I got really into Boys to Men, Jodeci, Shy, a Silk, like all of these groups. Yeah. yeah. And uh, was really into singing. And was like looking for people to be in like my crew. Did you find? No. Oh. It was just too hard. Yeah. And then the ones that were really good, I didn't think that I was, I could hang with them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bro. Uh, it was it a was good game out there. Man. <laughs> Would you mind singing with me a little bit? I'm curious how those conversations go Any down. Any chance you can meet like... me in the showers? Just like these guys are just <laughs> fully clothed. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. how we sound. Yeah. Just to hear how we sound. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to get through. Yeah, yeah. Like, just to get through like the national anthem or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was just, yeah, it wasn't a conversation that I could have. This was such a great song. Yeah. Mm. I love it's. Trigger is the wrong word because that has a negative. But when you hear the like, the countdown, yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. ready. Like it just is. It's, it's so good. I wanted to say this. I know it sounds like it's a negative thing, but what was hard for me is that. I felt they were quite often swallowed by production. And that when, what's the one uh, saying goodbye to? It's so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the one where I'm like, oh, there are their voices. It's, they make room for their voices. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 can, I can potentially see how where the early Motown records are, their voices are maybe more forward. There's sure. less like score or you know digital scoring. You saying on. that makes me go like, oh, the two covers on this album are the ones where you hear their voices. Because in the yeah. still of the night still and night. Um, it's so hard to say goodbye are both, which I didn't know that it was a cover until yeah. I started looking it up. Did you guys know that? Still what? Still it, the night? No, uh, still the night. I knew uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Oh no, I didn't know. That. I didn't know that either. No. I'm gonna drop a lot of it. It's a Beck then. song, right? A, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, At the end of a movie. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I think that's what made it hard for me to kind of with with all the the harmony that we know that they can do. I I I wish that it was a little bit more forward. Yeah. Uh, I guess because my. I was hearing this after hearing so much, after I was into hip hop for a while. Yeah. So that was all production. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So then hearing hearing some of the voices come forward, you yeah, I felt like I heard the voices more. For sure. Hearing back to it, hearing it again recently, I was like, did they remaster this? Because well, that's what I was wondering. Very. yeah. Like they're uh, swallowed production. up. Yeah. 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 I bet they did. I mean, 
it is so weird. So we haven't really talked about it yet that this album came out in 1991. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, uh, End of the Road was on the Boomerang soundtrack. Yeah. And they wanted to, I don't know if this is the exact motivation, but in 93, they re-released it with End of the Road on this album. Okay. A f- with a few remixes. With a few remixes. Yeah. And then and they the re-released Spanish it break. again in the uh, uh, within the last decade or something yeah. like that. As a, yeah. But this, they just re-released it. You can't, fi- I couldn't find the original. the original. I'm sure I could find it on... CD, sure. but digitally I couldn't find it, or even the original artwork, like uh, only on CD. But I picture, I can picture it so clearly yeah, what the album like, looked uh, like. It had they were all in like, like beige, yeah. coats. Were they all in and beige? There's gold, coats? like gold, yeah. like not no, that's that one. Not the original. That's, that's not the, the new one. That's the oh, that's why sweaters. Yes, cardigans, red hats, red hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very Philly Catholic forward. school style. Yeah, yeah. But their other one, it was like they were in like. Maybe some kind of like I'll show, I'll, I'll, trench coat ish. They, uh-huh. they were all like long, standing yes. up. Yes. Well, I feel yeah. like it was like going around in a like. Yeah. They were on. like, and they were like the front of a museum or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah they're well, in front that's of, like, what some I can picture it. Museum. Not helpful to anybody listening. Oh right yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. It's, we'll it's post such this a one. different. Yeah. But that's that's what it is to me. It's no. a very busy album cover, especially compared to their second album, oh, which is man. just like two Roman numerals. Yeah. Right? I think. Two. two yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> what was the thinking behind the... Was it just a full-on cash grab or not that I would put it... Like, I don't judge that. Oh, the re-release? The re-release of, uh, of, of two years later with all this other I think stuff. I think because Boomerang was a big hit. Yeah. And this song was huge. I think it was to re- try and bump this album yeah. back up. Yeah. So kind of, it is a because, cash. Yeah, cash I think. Oh, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, because on, I yeah. think there was also a couple of songs that was on the re-release that I remember me and my friends were trying so hard to find. Yeah. For a couple of years, uh-huh. gotcha, and then okay. it came out, and we're like, "What?" Like there is a um, uh, ah remix. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's a really hard title to say that, without. Uh, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You just can't. Yeah. That starts differently. Uh, that was really cool, uh, uh, but we couldn't find for a while. But it's on this? I think so, oh, yeah. Let me, let me just play it real quickly and see. And we'll come back to this song, because I've got things to oh, yeah. say. Oh, yeah. I've got things is, to say. Is it this? No, that... Oh, yeah. I, that's could, the one I remember. Still, but that, it still starts with that. Yeah, okay. Injection, fellas. Mm. That's still funny. Mm. Okay, this is a little different, so I think this could be it. It starts with the lyric, now that we're done, what are you thinking? It's like part two. Or in a minute, we'll be finished. In a minute, we'll be finished. Was I all that you hoped and dreamed? Was it strong enough? So, what is he talking about? In a minute, I'll be done with sex that we're having? Yeah. In a minute? In a minute, I'll be finished. But let's was it all <laughs> that you hoped and dreamed? Was it strong enough? Okay. So knowing the lyrics now as an adult, I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> as a kid, yeah, okay. I remember hearing these um, six Filipino dudes um, from Canada mm-hmm. at one of these basketball things sing that part a cappella, and I'm like. 
what song is that? And they got into the uh, ah part, and I'm like, wait a minute, I've never heard that. <laughs> so it was a remix that came out, and then me and my friends were trying to find it yeah. and trying to do those harmonies. Oh. Now that I'm thinking of the words, I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> but, also- but at the time, it was like everybody singing in a minute. I'll be finished in harmony. That's so funny. <laughs> I was trying to crazy? think of like, what am I doing? <laughs> mom, 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 listen, listen, Mama, listen, listen. In a minute. Hey, <laughs> Phil, you got to be higher than that, bro. <laughs> we can't start all on the same note. I just love thinking about the real life circumstance where you would say that to somebody. I, I, I naively still want to think it's like in a minute we'll be done with this conversation and our relationship is over. Oh, okay. Was it good? Called. A good relationship for you, yeah. Because could I mean, could you imagine a, a, in a minute? So you're still having sex, yeah, yeah. In a minute, but like, I'm almost done, yeah. I'm almost done, yeah. yeah I'm almost done. Not I don't you. care, yeah. How good was I, yeah? Uh, but it also couldn't. It also could be we haven't had sex yet. But in a minute, <laughs> you're going to tell me how good I am. Yeah. Just giving you a heads up. You know what? Under a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. If we start once the song ends. <laughs> Wait till you hear the harmonies. Yeah. But the harmonies were the important part. Yeah. You're doing that with four guys. Uh, also at the bed, yeah. harmonizing with And him. one guy who doesn't sing much, but just has a deep voice. The bass, it yeah. Is, he's, he's not doing he's any He's just the there work. to go like, yeah. hey, baby. Like, <laughs> it's great. It's so fun. How do I so good. Say to what we you guys. This is, this is a killer track. It's so yeah. good. It's so good that they played this at my sixth grade graduation. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. We'll, but we'll see each other in seventh grade. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, nope. you're all gonna perish. We all went to different. No, we didn't. Oh, okay. We all just went to different schools. <laughs> Did you have a special lady? Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> at the time of this? Wow. At the time of this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wasn't mad about it, but he, oh. it's a... Uh, I don't I think so. But it, <laughs> well, the I Virgin remember, Mary. The Virgin Mary. It was also a big time span that you gave us. So yes. I be. remember hearing this at a dance, <laughs> and it was very important who you picked for yeah. this yeah. song, though. Did you have hey, somebody bro. that you wanted to pick? Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah, I was picking four other dudes to come into the bathroom with me <laughs> and, sing. and figure out the harmonies. So, was there a special lady? Um, I don't, I was, this was still really part of my, I remember a seventh grade dance. Mm-hmm. Where everybody talks about the dance, and then guys stay on one side of the room, mm-hmm. girls stay on the yeah. other, for like three hours. <laughs> oh, I went to an all-girls school for it's, junior high, Yeah, and it was that bad. I mean, it was mm-hmm. so bad, like... There was no, I'm sure and there if, were a few people that talked to each yeah. other, but like, If I could have me. been on the other side of the wall, I would have tried. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then it would have been 30 minutes left, then everybody's together. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh man, I wish we did this at the beginning. Gotta <laughs> yeah. break the ice somehow. Yeah. Didn't happen. But I was always into, because um, this is also big um, hammer time. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would you? Are you a dancer? So I was, yeah. yeah, So I was just like, well, 
I'm gonna get it out during the fast songs. So by these, I was kind of tired. <laughs> I was tired and sweaty and like yeah. self-conscious that I was so sweaty from like yeah. doing my dances that I didn't want a girl to hold my yeah. neck. Yeah, that yeah. was gonna be wet. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I very much want to see a picture of you from that time. Do you have pictures oh, of you from, yeah. from then? I need. I would like to see. That. Yeah. I used to wake up early and blow dry my hair into like a flat top. I was gonna ask if you had a flat top. Yeah. That was like... Silk shirts, uh. buttoned all the way to the top, some Z calves, mm. and um, and a chain on the outside of my shirt, of course. So yeah. you can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. Yo, fellas, y'all ready to do this? Yo, what's up, guys? Yeah. What's up, man? Boys, I'm in effect. Yeah. And it's about time. Yo, let's rip this up. Anybody else think that this is so weird that it's so late in the album that they Motown introduce <laughs> themselves? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many tracks in is this? It's like it's four. Uh, it's hard to say because it's like out of the seventeen, it comes in like oh, right, two, three, but it's late. Six. Wow. It's almost like act uh, side two starts yeah. kind yeah. of thing. I love. I love a song that just lays it out for you. Yeah. This, this is how is we all started. This is who we are. This is it. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. This is the first song I ever heard by them. Yes. And it's, I think, I've talked about this, uh, I think I talked about this in our Ben Schwartz episode. We would, in um, elementary school, people would get to bring in songs to stretch to for, yeah. for PE. Yeah. I would bring in Billy Joel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Everybody else would bring in like, uh, even though I really like Paul Abdul and stuff, but I, I was... Billy Joel but people would bring this in so I remember like I have such strong memories of like elementary school like stretching to this and like getting ready to go do exercises I didn't want to huh. do to but this song oh man that's so, so specifically great. and you were bringing in like good night my angels I'm I mean I think one of them was like good night Saigon no joke like, <laughs> oh my god just... and we will all go down <laughs> together and, or like Captain Jack like it was such weird how are we stretching so weird to the Vietnam but everybody War? got to bring in like two songs and those were I picked two Billy Joel songs <laughs> oh no one was the entertainer oh okay. I think it was the entertainer and Captain Jack I didn't even like Captain Jack I don't know I think I thought people would think I was cool because it says masturbating it Oh uh, yeah! I, I truly, I'm assuming that's like part of my motivation, and I don't know if I even knew what that was. But well, this song is fun. So it's good. so good. It really, I. This it is like really first... nice to like have them lay it out. Yeah, <laughs> like, like there. So but this was their first single. Yeah, and I remember it this did was yeah accomplished that because yeah. like everyone. I do love the line like so we started a group or whatever and here we are yeah <laughs> kicking it just for you. Now that I think about it, if this was their single and then they put the album out, maybe it was to like get people to listen to their voices before they get back totally. to the song. Yeah. Because yeah. this is when you would listen to an album straight through. Yeah. Yeah. You put it in your disc man. Yeah. yeah. And you're not skipping tracks. Yeah. Right. Now check this out. This is such a hit song. <laughs> Yeah. Even if you didn't know it was a hit song, you'd yeah. be like, this is a hit song. But this is where this is where you get your dance grooves out. Yeah. Huh? This is like, and this is the part two that yeah. everybody needed to know how to do it. Yeah. Else. Meet me in the bathroom for this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Eugene. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. New Edition couldn't, for me, couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Right. Like, they they were ahead of me, but they were. it was like watching people in college do something. Mm. It was like, New Edition was the best, so then when Ralph Tresvent comes out with his own album, and Johnny Gale does his own thing, and Bobby Brown did his own thing, and then Belle Biv DeVoe comes out, and then they find new people, yeah. and it's Boys to Men and Another Bad Creation. I was into all of them. Mm-hmm. I love that song, Aisha, by Another Bad Yeah. Too. I don't think I know it. It's a... Uh, uh, it was like a bunch of children yes. singing a song. Yeah. Okay. And then about, I was like mad. Like the pain of love. Like, yeah. Aisha, why does it hurt so bad? Aisha, you are the girl that I never had. Yeah. And I want to get to know you better. Oh. And this is... Oh, man, these kids that. were 10. Yeah. And I remember being pissed because I was in the... I was between boys to men... And too old for another bad creation. <laughs> and I was also Filipino. I wasn't like black. So I was just like, I'm not going to be in any of these bands. <laughs> so then there was a bunch of songs on here that I was just like, listen to. And because Boys to Men and New Edition could do no wrong, I would make it through these tracks. Yeah. But now that I hear them again, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very of the time. Like yeah. a lot of this is very of the time. And it. They did grow. I never got past their sec- their second album. Sure. After, because uh, which was like so good, and I th- like my very first tweet, however many years ago, was about like just thinking about boys to men and needed somebody to tell. Oh <laughs> my god! Like, oh really? That's why I started Twitter. Was just like mm-hmm. uh, it was just one day where I was like, oh, I need boys to men right now, and I just like bought the second album and like listened to or maybe even just bought the singles off of it and was just driving around listening to it happily oh, I was like man. it's time I drank Twitter <laughs> that was it <laughs> the 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 oh, other so songs on the album you know it sort of fits the Motown thing too which is there was a lot of great filler but great it was what am I trying to say great uh, there was filler <laughs> tracks so like it's let's contagious. do another version of the same yes. thing yeah because it would be weird in this album if they did sing uh, you know goodnight Saigon and just tackle yeah. let's tackle a big subject sure. right sure. now um, there's only gonna be a, just a slightly different beat on this one yeah. and a bunch of Hey Baby. Yeah. <laughs> and sweet-ass harmony. Sweet-ass harmony and then the bass yeah. just kind of talking through a couple of things. And a little narration. A little yeah. narrative. A little narration. And, but like, yeah. It, and and under it was, a minute. It was more of like Michael Bivens going like, oh, here's a new track that I produced. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, them singing and then having... Um, God, now that I'm thinking about it, like, so there were brothers, right? And then there is Bass and Slim. Bass and Slim were the nicknames for these guys that had full names. Yeah. Uh, and Bass was obviously. It's such a funny the the nicknames because they were like one was weird, one was like Snatch or something like well, that, right? Yeah, Squirt. Squirt. And then one had a full yeah. weird name. Too, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll have to go right to Wiki. With Squirt was um <laughs> um. Uh, Wanye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, In one minute, Squirt's going to take over. (laughs) God. (laughs) But he was the one that was always belting. Okay, the high, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite? Or do do you have one 
This is a two-part question. Do you have a favorite, and is there one where you're like, this is my role in the band? Mm. Yes. And maybe they're the same person. They're not the same. I think I wanted to be- Use only nicknames, please. (laughs) I've always wanted to just be Squirt. (laughs) 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 And he always had like the hardest, he was always the one that was in the front doing like the head shake and like, he was the most dramatic one. Yeah. Uh But this guy, Nate, who's singing this part, was always like the level-headed one of like the four. Was he baritone or just that second tenor kind of? Second tenor, um, no, no, he was the baritone because yeah. the, the second tenor was Slim. Slim, gotcha, okay. So then he was the guy that always looked like, he looked like somebody's cousin yeah. in the group. <laughs> like he had glasses and he didn't like, he wasn't as good looking, yeah. quote unquote. Uh-huh. nerdy, okay. He was kind of the nerdy one. I think and that's then was. Yeah, and then Wanye was kind of like the small stocky one that was kind of like the little brother that okay. was in everybody's face. Gotcha. Did Sim- you see them live? Yes. Oh. One of the first, it was one of the first concerts I went to, I think. Ah, uh, that's so, because they still perform, so like. Yeah, they're in be, Vegas now, I think. Right. I would see them yeah. in Vegas. They don't have bass anymore. I don't think so, right? no. Okay. Yeah. Um, when tell ta- yeah yeah, Michael Bass. Michael Bass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? Were you just in heaven? Or yeah, was it- I went with my mom. Great. Good mom. Um, and um, and we were in heaven, but we were far. Yeah. <laughs> it was like at the palace. I think it was like a huge venue. Okay. <laughs> I think my mom also brought me to the. Um, en Vogue. Um, it was En Vogue, Vanilla Ice, and Hammer concert. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. I. Uh, that's so. That's, that's. And I remember my mom and I wanting to. We went and looked around for food during En Vogue. Did you? Yeah. Was, I, we've talked about this before, but I that was the first album I ever bought. Like the first CD I ever independently bought. Hold on. With that. With the, uh, um, the, you the, got uh, to hold on. The, oh, no. I think that was their second oh, one. Got I got their uh, fr- uh, Funky Divas. Oh yeah, En Vogue. Oh En Vogue. Yeah. Uh, oh, because really? I was I was just thinking like they're almost like the female counterpart to Boys yeah. to Men in a way. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure that's a very uh, shallow observation, but uh, just what? with their their harmonies, the way that oh. they oh like, yeah they're they like. Bop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, good, Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, my mom brought me to both of them, and I think that she liked this one better because it was like more musical. Yeah. But then they, I remember they also did the thing which I still think they do now, which was like bring a girl on stage and swoon her. Oh uh-huh. my god. You know, she like they have a girl sit on a stool and they all mm-hmm. sing around her and everybody goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. And they would dance around, and it was great. I mean, and it was also better than the music I got into after this. What, what was that? Which was, like, a lot of the, like, two-life crew, yeah. like, <laughs> booty train music. Yeah. So. Which you have to go through that. Yeah. You but it was, yeah. And your mom's not going to bring rugged. you to that concert. Yeah, no. You're, <laughs> <laughs> like, a whole lot of, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that booty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, like Florida, whoa. Florida stuff. Yeah. I'm like, jeez. I don't Louis. often think about this, but I... My girlfriend in high school was really into hip hop, and we went to see Public Enemy was on the bill. Oof. 
Run DMC, I think, was the headliner. Sure. Uh, DJ Fad, Supersonic, um, LL Cool J, and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince wow. in one That's bill. crazy. Oh, man. I can't believe this is the first time I'm hearing about this. It was insane. And we were on the floor. When I was a 17-year-old white <laughs> kid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. We had a blast. It was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying insane. to remember what that tour was called. I feel like that was that, like you a, remember that or is that yes. strike a and in public enemy was just noise. It was just like Yeah. And then uh, people marching around. Yeah. yeah. That was like pretty <laughs> and Flav of Flav going, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way this song just started, it feels like every song from that time. It's yes. like the start of a Bobby Brown song. It's that feels like Felt like uh, the start of Aisha a little bit. Like it just yes. has that like feeling of like. What's weird is, still now, whenever, like, um, whenever I think of the phrase "a little thing," little things mean a lot. Which I think of every once in a while, where I'm just like, you know, a little thing means a lot. I sing it in my head yeah. this way. Do you? Yeah. Really. It's hard to break it. Once that happens in your brain, it's just like, oh, that's it for the rest of my yes. life. Is now every time I say that, I have to sing it. Or if I hear somebody goes, well, little little yeah. things mean a lot. I'll go, little things mean a lot. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> what you got. <laughs> All the time. It would drive me uh, insane when uh, May was very little and we would keep track of her feeding like way more. Um, and Alex would ask me like, when her last bottle was or whatever, and I would take out the app to look it up, so I'd go, it's been, and I'd start to look it up, and he'd go, one week since you looked at it, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, just stop it! Just it's stop been, yeah, it's every so time Because it's, I had to break saying it's been, because I would like just start the sentence to look at any, every single time, so now, oh, I just can't, like, and it wasn't, it was just, I couldn't, It makes much. sense, though. Yeah, I mean, it worked. Yeah. Of course it worked. Um, it was the Runs House tour. Oh! <laughs> And I was and, right, the lineup was, I was right about the lineup. Man. And I still remember when JJ Fad did Supersonic. How fucking cool it was. Oh. The, the choreography was so, it's, I don't know, it's just, it, it's so, it was so cool. It was not like the most elaborate, it was just like, it was right in that kind of aggressive choreography. Yeah. Time. I don't feel like choreography was that, uh, like, until Britney. Britney feels like she was the one of the first to put on like, a Vegas show, but long yeah. before Vegas, like like the dance moves or, or like Beyonce, like dance moves used to be very simple. It, even yeah. Paul Abdul was like amazing choreography, but like yeah. stuff that I could. But do. it was I'm a thinking, bunch of people doing it, as yeah. opposed to like the Temptations. In, yes. you know these guys were kind of yeah part of that move of more elegant. Uh, and maybe it was just slower. It was but, just something you could keep up with a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, but with the. Uh, Supersonic, it's just like bam, bam, yeah. bam. Supersonic. Oh man, <laughs> I need to hear. Uh, yeah, that's uh, so good. Great song. Yeah. But yeah, that whole um, like that kind of music, that kind of hip hop, mm -hmm. and then getting into this, still kind of has that, still kind of that. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Did you um, did you keep buying albums after this one? Yes. 
Yeah. But I was, you know, it was all about finding the groups that had those songs that you could do with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I didn't have those friends to sing those songs with. But still, yeah. It was like, so I was buying more, I was buying Boyceman albums, but I was still buying like, you know, a group called Troop would come out and I would buy their album because they'd have one song or um, All For One yeah. had a song. And um, did Color Me Bad? Color Me Harmony? Bad did a bunch yeah. of stuff. Do they yeah, have Harmony? That, they to they me were, yeah. it looked like such a manufactured band when they first came out because they almost had a representative representative oh representative yeah. from each United Colors of Better Time style. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we it had the George was. Michael type. Yeah, we had the. Yeah, the um, the mini, 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 Van- Millie Vanilli type. type. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I remember when they were on Beverly Hills 90210, and it was <sighs> really truly the coolest. Like, the what was weird their crossover? Um, they had a few. They had like Dream On, or a. I, I adore yeah. me. Oh, yeah. I feel like the other one was very similar to that. Yeah. Dream on, dream, dream away. Yeah. It's like the exact same tune. <laughs> I think they had one more. They have a bunch. And then I never heard from them again. Oh, no. I, it's the same song. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It just starts that way. I had to, I had to sing it through. Oh, I want to sex Thanks you. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, they're from Oklahoma. Weird. Didn't know that. Did not know that. Huh. Color me okay. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah. Let's put on Round the Bend again. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't know. Uh, you're doing it. You're doing it. Your love is too high. <laughs> yeah, shut up, bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious now, being away from it, if I could move... A verse from one song to the other, and nobody would know. <laughs> Bass, you said this in the other song. Did I? <laughs> Turn the lights up, baby. Turn the lights down, baby. Yeah. Clap your hands two times. <laughs> Slide to the left. Bass. That's Bass. what you ended up doing. Crisscross. <laughs> do you have a what? Do you have a favorite song on this album? On this album, I mean, I. Love Motown Philly. Um, um, uh, uh, is probably like I remember it the most. Yeah, I think I listened to that song the most weirdly. Them adding, uh, find lots of oh, please here. don't go, which was earlier. Yeah, it's the first track. This yeah. song Ooh. was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got it. You such got it. like. Uh, Day in the Rain song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Is this the one? Is and where they go? Oh, they go caught up. Yes. Yeah. I love that part. Is I like st- yeah. <laughs> starting an album with, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what better way? So I'm sorry, and then later going like, in a minute I'll be done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done. Oh, and then way late. Hey, this is who we are. <laughs> uh. I do like that. If you're still here and you're still listening, here's yeah, here's one. Yeah, this was when also I didn't understand the concept of over singing. Yeah, and this whole song is kind of that. Oh yeah, like everybody's like, no, 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 
put in 300%. Yeah. <laughs> you are only going to sing one verse this whole album. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here then it goes. let me do it here. Here comes the and career. I'll be there when you come on there. It's like, whoa! Bro, you're in the first verse of this song. <laughs> well, it's so interesting, too, because it's like, yeah. before autotune, before all of that, where it is like, it's just them. Yeah. And they're very little help, and it's, or at least that, right? Is yeah. Because yeah. uh, they're legit. Then they have to go all in with it, but it's yeah. strong. And yeah, for, there weren't. It wasn't like the earlier Motown groups where there was like two leaders. Yes, this was four voices that were included, and and in this song, it feels like they're competing to be the, the best. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can hear like it in this. They... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> And then here's where Wanya goes insane. Go. Go ahead, maybe not. Thinking about you each day, I feel your love makes my head spin round and round in a day. Yeah, hey, oh baby. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> oh baby, I can't let this love slip away. And everybody jumps in. <laughs> But like there, yeah, there's some changes in here where, if you would do it on like American Idol or Ugh. The Voice, they would just be like, eh, yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Are there any songs that you hate on this album? Um, no, it was just ones that like there were those They're other ones that would yeah. just kind of like tolerate like yeah. under pressure yeah under pressure yeah. yeah you're like oh, it's not like quite motown philly yeah and it's not a ballad that i can just kind of chill out to what about simple another one that's just like are, why yeah why part of the 007 thing yeah that is so weird i was like is that a, one of the remixes or is that on the no. actual album what it a was weird to get sample. them ready to start dancing. And then there's lasers. <laughs> do they sample a bunch in the rest of it? No. Uh, I mean, they do-ish, but um, it's not, not like blatantly. blatantly yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, this. Simpton. Simpton is another one of those ones that I'm just like, huh. Have you seen them recently? Like, I know that they've no. done, like, County Fair. I really wanted to go when they did the County yes. Fair. I remember when that was happening, and there was, like, that email that came around that's like, hey, guys, Boys to Men is, who wants to go to the County Fair? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I would love to. And what happened? I don't know. <laughs> did anybody go? I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I love the producer's name is Dallas Austin. Oh, yeah. Porn star, baby. <laughs> Um, I didn't realize, and this is just from like looking looking it up on Wiki and stuff, but uh, uh, maybe we talk about Wikipedia too much. I don't know. Uh, it's our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Brought but, to you by uh, a free, free database. <laughs> I didn't realize that uh, Cooley High was a movie. Oh, yeah. It came out like in the, the 70s. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Um, and, it's, and the person that did all the music for it is the original, the people or person that did the music for it wrote It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. Oh, shit. The original version. And his name which... is Fresno Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> but the original version shows up on the Cooley High soundtrack. Okay. 
Um, and uh, I, I now really want to see Cooley High. Wow. Yeah. And There's they a, went to Cooley High. Or, or no. There is, a, there is a Cooley High in Philadelphia, I think. I don't think they went to it, though. I okay, feel like they, gotcha. um, but they, it was or, like a tribute to the okay, school. Gotcha. Okay. Here's the thing. I was like weirded out by that. I was like, why didn't... All of the details of all of that is so fascinating to me. And I would think that since I was so into this that I would... But most people that we've had on this, why would you know that? If you ask me stuff like anything other than like surface level Indigo Girls, I would not know. Sure. I I was the type to to learn everything. You were? Yeah. Yeah. If if there, there was a CD cover, I would just... And if there was just... Nothing on it. I was so disappointed. It's, I, I liked guess it would lyrics look a little bit. And, and um, I like. I was a mu- like. I wanted to be a musician, so I love like eating oh, all that it. stuff. Yeah. But also, like, there's so everything is accessible now. But when yeah. when this came out, like, you got maybe the lining, but like, yeah. it's not where else aside from like magazines. Yeah. If they did oh, interviews, but stuff, I feel but... like I was a surface level enjoying of everything. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first moved to LA, talking to Berg. And him being like, you're into dinosaurs too, right? And I go, yeah. And then he started talking about dinosaurs. I'm like, I mean, I like them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's the worst example. I mean, I like He's like, truly like the worst him. example I guess of that. I don't love them because you're telling me how much you love them and how different. I, I don't know any of the words you're saying. <laughs> so I guess I just kind of like dinosaurs. <laughs> what a, what a, I love that conversation in general of him just being excited to go like, you you also like the thing that I yeah. like. I like dinosaurs. I we're in the back of a, like we were doing some kind of Torco thing. We we're in the back of a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like maybe Johnny Meeks was driving or something. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so you're into dinosaurs. I was like, yeah. And he was, went through and I'm like, I mean, I guess I like it. <laughs> Well, this would be a fun show. <laughs> and you had just met at the airport yeah. for the first time. <laughs> just met everybody. I think I met, I met you the first time at an airport on tour. Oh, really? It was one of the tour, the first tour we went on. I think. Yeah. Or it was the first conversation, like a real conversation yeah. we had was a UCB tour. Those were so fun. Those, Those were, were a so blast. Fun. Yeah. Back when we had no really care, it was we could do them. And it was it was a different kind of care. And, and back yeah, when they did them, yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah, it felt worth it. Yeah, oh, it was so fun. Yeah, yeah, it was all about the people. It really yeah. was. It was getting to do it. Like it was like hanging out at a hotel with everybody. It after was so the show. fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so fun. We should probably get into uh, what did I learn uh, today? It's the little things, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of little things. (laughs) Can we go back to that moment where I tried to tell teach you how Detroit was diverse? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you been thinking about that the whole time? Did you know that Detroit is really really diverse? Take it from me. (laughs) Joel, thanks so much. I was wondering, I was like, huh, why so many different people? (laughs) You you guys both like continued to look at me as if I had a point about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was it. I mean, it's interesting. Oh, that was what I was going to say. This may be uh, one of my favorite. I, I saw a documentary about funk music and uh-huh. they traced the development of funk music, which was Detroit and Cleveland. Like there was a lot of those Midwest cities. It was the fam. There, there were good jobs back then. The, the auto uh, industry. industry. Yeah. Uh, and there were good jobs and secure jobs, and the industry was doing well. 
which meant that parents could buy instruments for their kids. Oh, wow. And better instruments and more, like, this, uh, keyboards and stuff. Sure. So their basements were now... Everybody had an instrument as opposed to oh, just cool. the rare one that had an instrument. And that's when funk music really started to kind of happen because it was it came with such urgency and uh, exuberance because of the economy was starting to kind of... Wow. Back when, like, secure jobs were happening. I'd never really kind of seen that laid out like that. And it was like, that is so cool. Uh, and a real big learning thing about having, like, yeah. a good economy starts to churn the music a little bit yeah more. that's very interesting and yeah. giving arts to like yeah. kids yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah providing them yeah wait as we go on with this can we play end of the road while we're at the yeah. end of the road oh yeah one second so this was added to the re-release yeah which is also i have to go back i had the boomerang soundtrack probably because of this song i'm sure that's why i bought it it was a you didn't really buy it just for eddie murphy on the cover <laughs> i mean it's, uh, it's so weird what like is imprinted in my brain because I can pick it's like red on mm -hmm. the sides and like him and, and like a, a bow tux yeah yep. mm -hmm. <laughs> this is Joel's end of the row <laughs> it's real that's oh, what did you want? they all come oh I wanted bass to come into that song <laughs> you know it's all over baby. <laughs> yeah. there is no God <laughs> <laughs> you know we all died at the end of this <laughs> so many everyone drowned Ooh. yeah alright what so, did we learn I learned I'm Sorry. sure I knew this I think I just never like connected it in my brain I didn't realize that you're first generation yeah I, I think I'm sure I knew that but like I don't I, I don't know. I that like clicked mm -hmm. for me in a weird way and now I like you less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You thought I was totally American. <laughs> At least a couple of generations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's uh just been thinking about this a lot. Uh my grandfather my mom is first generation and uh my grandfather just died and it's very like um it's when the whole culture goes it's such a so profound and like what that means in a home with first generation and, and immigrants and it's just it's it's what a home to grow up in yeah. yeah i learned about i didn't know you went to i don't think i knew that you went to catholic and private schools just didn't know that about you and you learned that detroit was diverse yeah i did learn that <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> I learned for the first time that I connected with black culture more than white culture, and <laughs> that it was a diverse upbringing for me. Um, well, I mean, I didn't know that um, that there were two covers. Yeah, it's I mean, weird. The other cover was a they added later, but you mean um, cover songs? Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't know no, that. No, they because they were both on the original album. Because right, is that what you mean? It was. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I mean, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday was a cover. I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did that. not know yeah. that. Yeah. Know that. It's if you go back and listen to it, I just you can I found it on YouTube and it's very similar. Oh wow! I was like, oh, I thought I, I expected it to be like so different and to have them put their own spin and it's like it's actually very similar. Wow. <laughs> and it's still it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Do you do you listen to this album anymore? Um, I if it comes on, I, I have a '90s R&B mix. 
um, that'll shuffle through a bunch of songs and a lot of New Edition and Johnny Gill and then a lot of like Boyz II Men and Bobby Brown and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Dude. A lot of Joe to see. Yeah. I, I didn't know like how much into harmony and singing you were as a young. Know, I was. I mean, because I, I wasn't that good at sports, and that's what everybody at that age was into. And I was, and um, I, I was like a little bit more of. I loved music. I, I, I guess I loved Motown so much, but then it was just like not cool. And then once this came out, it felt cool. It's crazy that Motown was ever not cool. Like, yeah. I, I think of it as so cool. Well, I think because of I the community I was in. Yeah. I mean, and also as the time that like Guns N' Roses was so cool. Yeah. And then after that, it was like Nirvana was so cool. Yeah. That it was like, and you know, and that was the kind of social circles I was trying to still kind of tap into. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the... You know, in the in the weird long short of the conversation is like there was not a community that was like, Oh, you're one of us. Yeah. So it was like trying to figure out what that meant was kinda like you know hard. If I was good at sports it would have at least got me into part of it. Yeah. But it was just not a thing. Yeah. I'm not out to go out Eugene Cordero is an actor, writer, performer hailing from Detroit, Michigan. He is known best known who can say for his roles in bajillion dollar properties the mule conch school kong skull island conk conk <laughs> conk kong skull skull island that's hard to say kong skull island he can currently be seen on black monday and tacoma ft eugene thank you so much for joining us thank you got you. it Thanks for listening to this particular album is very, very important to me. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at this particular album. Follow us on Twitter at particular album. The show is produced by me, Deborah Tarika, Ryan Middledorf, and everyone at Campfire Media. Artwork by James Mulholland. Music by me, Joel Spence. See you next time. Campfire.